Association is really a critical part of the puzzle, whether it's uh, an association with uh, people, whether it's association with information, it is a major, major part of this entire puzzle. Welcome to the Urban Property Investor. I'm your host, Sam Saggers, here to help you crack the code of real estate wealth. Today's show is a code cracker. We're going to dig into really some ideas and principles around getting ahead through having the right attitude. Real estate is a game of psychology. Psychology is linked to how we feel. An attitude is something that we have to work on at times to make sure we are putting ourselves in a position to win. Opportunity comes in many ways, shapes and forms to people, but I am a believer that people certainly put themselves in a position to get more opportunity by just having a really good attitude and mindset to participation, to doing Uh, to being part of something and results ultimately start to unfold. So we're going to have a little bit of a conversation. As they say, real estate is 80% psychology, 20% actual real estate. And I do believe in that concept. I think uh, we certainly can do better in life the more we spend on ourselves uh, and the more we actually invest in our well-being. If we feel well, we act well. If we are well, we make clearer decisions. And there's certainly an argument that people start to make bad decisions as they age. Uh, people's uh, pressure mounts. And of course, really, there is the argument that a lot of people in society today are pressurized into taking big risks into the real estate marketplace because they have left things a little bit late and uh, certainly have gone off track. So today I want to have the let's keep on track conversation. And of course, welcome to the podcast if it's your first time tuning in. Play the program in double speed, get your life back. And we're going to talk about time in this podcast and the importance of even such a little thing as playing the show in double speed. And of course, welcome back, my regular listeners. I know you guys put in the hard yards to make the best of your investments, whether it's making more capital from your assets, whether it's doing uh, you know, your homework to uh, refinance your properties or to increase your serviceability or to increase your in- income. And uh, I certainly appreciate you donating your earballs to me and uh, I hope I can share some good information to you. And a big part of my job is really simply sharing information. That is uh, a major, major part of my life these days. Sharing principles on real estate, teaching people on real estate theories, uh, showcasing really what is possible in the real estate world. And really, for me, uh, you know, that comes from a lifetime. I've devoted my lifetime 
to the real estate world. Uh, even when I look back on my childhood, it was connected to real estate. When I uh, look back at my early financial years in life, it was all connected to real estate. And certainly when I analyze my life, uh, I've gone through lessons and iterations of growth. And really there are some principles that I've learned over the years that have stuck with me that I want to share with you that really motivate me every single day to still get out of bed and still talk about real estate. I've really only had one career and, uh, you know, this year it is a 30-year career in in real estate, which um, has taught me a few things along the way. But probably the biggest lesson for me has always been based around the concept of personal development. Uh, We are a vehicle, if you like, and the more fuel we put in our own vehicle, the better off we're going to be. Whether that's going to lead to a higher paying job, whether that's going to lead to better psychology, to manage your family, whether that's uh, a conversation of personal development around financial well-being, uh, physical well-being, personal development is really the gift of life. The fact that we can uh, go and find someone who perhaps knows more than what we do around a certain subject matter, or we can listen to podcasts on a certain subject matter. We can absolutely change the way our life unfolds and absolutely use personal development to change the trajectory of our life, whether it's books, Uh, whether it's seminars, whether it's uh, leadership conferences, personal development is just one of the key principles to being a success in any form of your life. And I think the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. As they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I know with the rooms I go to that I am not the smartest person in the room. And I like that. I like the fact that I'm learning from other people and put myself in a position to strive for continuous self-improvement. So certainly don't wish things are easier. That's not going to work out for you. You've got to make yourself better and really the people who participate in personal development, quite often I see a correlation of investment success. Certainly there are absolute people that uh, have just focused on that and as a byproduct of focusing on themselves, of improving their life, of participating more, they have seen not only the results in a better well-being, a better psychology, but also investment success. So I think it's just so important that you right now uh, stop and think about who is going to help you develop personally. And again, there's just less mentors than there are mentees in this world. There are so many people that need a helping hand, whether it be financially, physically, mentally, socially, to 
get better at just this thing called life and there's just simply less mentors. So I would recommend that you find yourself a team, a team of mentors, a team of uh, financial advisors, a team of physical advisors, develop your skill set because really uh, I think the, to make the most out of life, it really is about developing you and, uh, you know, properties come and go, but there's only one of you and uh, you are the most important part of this puzzle. So without question, I think the attitude of being a great property investor is linked to personal development. Um, You know, there's some great, great uh, psychologists that do uh, some great things like Tony Robbins, I would call him a psychologist. He is a motivational speaker, but he provides uh, basically a three-day psychology degree. You'll go up and after it, you'll come down. But it's uh, some of the dialogues and lessons in that can be just absolutely mind-blowing. Set goals. Goals are really the way to jump out of bed. If you know what you want every day, uh, you're going to add a lot of value to your day. If you don't know what you want, you're going to miss life. Goals are a major value in your life and its outcome and the way it's led. Be clear and specific on your goals. And goals to me are maths. Maths is obviously an equation and goals in my world are an equation. If you want to take more time off, that's a mathematical equation. If you want to go to Europe for two months, that's a mathematical equation. How do you get there? What is the maths? What is it going to take for you to actually reach that goal? Remember, goals just add a major, major component to your life. And certainly a business would not exist without goals. A business does not exist without reviewing goals. And really a property investor is a business. It's an individual business. And again, no one starts a plumbing company and without a goal. No one uh, opens a restaurant without a goal. No one opens a gym and then doesn't review where they are financially every quarter. No one goes into business and then fails to review their goals and implements it. Certainly people fail and there's nothing wrong with that, but without question, goals are something that needs to be in your life. And when you're goalless, You're just simply aimless and you're floating through this thing called life. Are you making the most of it? Now, I was listening to Jason, my business partner. He's uh, one of the most intelligent people I know. And certainly when I sit in a room with Jason, I know I'm in the right room because I'm not the smartest person in that room, I can tell you right now. He gave me an app. Uh, it's called the Final Countdown. It's basically on the App Store. Maybe jump on and get it. It's a very interesting app. You put in some basic level data and it tells you how long you've got left to live. 
whether it's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, uh, it'll link it to how you participate in life, what you perhaps, um, you know, do too much of, what you do too little of. Obviously, it uh, is just based on some aggregate data as to how many years you've got left to live. But it's fascinating to me that as we age, you know, we are closer to the end date, so to speak, and we have to make the most of this thing called life. We've got to add into our world bucket lists. We've got to enjoy what we do. No one wants to be the property investor who basically swaps uh, a happy life for a miserable life of uh, eating beans and rice and not being you know, able to participate in life because they're burdened with property investment debt. Uh, in the same token, we need to find the balance so that we are setting ourselves up for a happy life uh, when we stop working. And again, like it's this balancing act. And I think the only way to balance is through goals, personal goals, uh, physical goals, emotional goals. They're all so important. The wheel of life is the game we're playing. The next real thing you need in your world is time management. Time is so valuable. That's why Every episode I've ever done of this show, I encourage people to play the episode in double speed. Remember, you have the ability to use this podcast for personal development. I simply gift information that I've got and I share it uh, on this podcast to help people develop their confidence with real estate. And certainly there are so many other podcasts that if you actually knew what it takes to do a podcast, the amount of effort and money spent to just release one podcast, a lot of great property podcasters of, uh, you know, interviewing people, they're providing uh, some great information on the real estate world. Uh, there's great podcasts on basically everything I've talked about when it comes to goals. And people are doing that to share, to give back to others. And really, it's the law of reciprocation. Uh, maybe someone listening here today likes the cut of my jib and will give me a call and reciprocate um, you know, their world by becoming part of my world. It's really the law of reciprocity which is unfolding. And I can tell you, use your time wisely. Wake up, listen to a podcast. Uh, learn something. It's free. It's easy. You can play them in double speed, whether it's my podcast or someone else's. Again, a lot of people go to a lot of trouble to bring guests and uh, some of the most amazing human beings on planet Earth and put them on a podcast, which I can tell you sounds easy, but there's a lot of work behind the scenes. There's a lot of time, a lot of energy put into these things to bring them to the world, to give them to the world. I still meet people today who don't even know what a podcast is. And again, it's like, how can you use your time effectively? And uh, really, there's no excuse anymore. And, you know, I'm a reader, but I'm not an avid reader. I'm a listener. I prefer 
uh, writing and, and sharing my thoughts through word. And uh, again, like for a lot of people that can absolutely put goals together and personal development off books, I tend to love the podcast world because it allows me to listen and and think at the same time, which again, there's just no excuse. Information is free in this world today. Take the bits you love, put them in your uh, in your bag and uh, use them. Time management is so important. Time is your most valuable resource. Spend it wisely. You know, don't be the person spending your night in front of the TV. Avoid time-wasting activities that do not contribute to your overall better well-being. And again, there's nothing wrong with watching a movie and uh, maybe catching up on the news, but don't turn that into your life. If you're sitting in front of a TV four, five, six nights a week, then we've really got to have a conversation about is that the best use of your time? Because when I look at uh, the little sneaky app that uh, the old wise fox J.W. Witten gave me, uh, I can see my clock countdown happening right in front of my eyes. And, uh, you know, there's only so many days left on this world. Let's make the most of it. Either you run your day or your day runs you. And again, I think one of the best ways to be a good property investor is all about time management. I'm uh, I just love making the most of my day. And I know other people who are successful in the eyes of the world do the same thing. They're militant time managers. They know how to make the most out of the hours they have on this earth. And uh, it's not necessarily about hyperachieving. It's about just maximizing life experiences in this world. Attitude is everything. And for a lot of property investors, really, they become property investors. And soon as they experience the real true cost of being a property investor, their attitude changes. And again, I think attitude to go the distance in real estate is important. You've got to have an optimistic mindset. You've got to focus on what you control, can control and influence and you've got to let go that of which you can't control. You cannot control the market. You cannot, cannot control what politicians do. You can't control interest rates. It's all out of your control. You've got to focus on what you can control. And I teach this all the time. You really can control three parts of the puzzle land characteristics, location characteristic, and build characteristics when it comes to the real estate section of the world. It's not what happens that determines your life future. It's what you do about what happens. It's all about attitude. And again, I've met people that have uh, grown up in all sorts of walks of life, uh, coming from broken families, troubled backgrounds, um, you know, unloving environments, and they've picked themselves up 
and have had the attitude to go again. And really, uh, for a lot of other people, they've just suffered in the misery of their mind when it comes to, you know, some of the challenges which all people face. Uh, one of my colleagues, Riley, uh, who's uh, an acquisition advisor in uh, my business, you know, he got a text from a gentleman uh, that did very well out of a property deal. The gentleman made $600,000 out of the property deal, which is a, a life-changing amount of money. Uh, that person had been through a lot of problems, divorces, um, you know, just the, the ups and downs of most people's worlds out there, picked themselves up, got back into the real estate market after losing basically their real estate that they had he had acquired through his marriage um and uh you know they basically parted ways and and um you know there was a bit of a by all accounts a bit of a bitter situation behind the scenes that gentleman um you know could have easily just gone into a bad place could have uh gone into a place where you know, victim sort of mentality and basically put him, put himself in a position where a lot of men suffer mental health issues, where they don't know how to go again, don't know how to restart. And uh, that gentleman put his faith in personal development. The personal development was uh, really being part of an investor group where like-minded people hang out and do property stuff. Um, the property group um, that he's part of, which is is really part of my company, um, you know, deals with problems every day and deals with, you know, people's skill inefficiency when it comes to understanding what's good real estate and what's not. Um, that gentleman set some goals, uh, you know, put his time and resources into an investment and the investment's done really, really well. Again, it's not the investment that did well. That is the most important part of this discussion. I don't think it's about the property. I think it's about the person. The person had the attitude to go, I'm not broken. I'm going to do this again. He took the leap of faith and the leap of faith worked out. Now, for him, he wants to use that money to rebuild his world. Um, and uh, that is just a beautiful story. So association is a big part of this puzzle. You can see that opportunity came that person's way through association. Uh, he knew uh, through association and his basically self-development um, one of my acquisition managers who put together a deal for him. And again, it's it's all a bit of a puzzle. And if you're not associating with the right people, then you're not going to get the right outcome. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And uh, that's just just the, the reality. Our surrounds are they either positive or negative, supportive or unsupportive, they're ambitious or they're not. 
that's really how life is. And again, uh, you've got to choose your friends and your mentors wisely. And I always say this because I've certainly got some friends that I absolutely love to death. Uh, I will always be friends with them because they provide so much joy and happiness and fulfillment and uh, connection to me. But, you know, they can be pretty miserable at times. Uh, catching up with them can also be like uh, a AA meeting of um, support for them. You know, I spend time with them and talk about their financial world. Um, and again, like there's other versions of them which are just absolute buffoons and characters, which I love. But I don't spend my most time with them. I spend time with people, particularly from my work, is probably where I spend the most time with people. Most people would spend more people with pe- more time with people in their work than they do outside of work. And again, like this is where, you know, particularly in your work environment, you want to be um, connected to leaders. You want to be part of the of the growth structure of wherever you are. You want to learn and grow and improve and, you know, change your world. Association is really a critical part of the puzzle, whether it's uh, an association with uh, people, whether it's association with information, it is a major, major part of this entire puzzle, as is your health. And again, like I really get a lot out of the study of health these days. As I get older, I've certainly realized just how uh, fragile humans are and how quickly things can change direction. And my wife really understands this through her family. Her father um, was a healthy man in his 40s and had a stroke and uh, ultimately became a cripple. And of course, um, you know, there's just bad luck like that which unfolds and then obviously you get, um, you know, associated challenges behind that. So anyone who is blessed to be healthy and not have these, you know, life burdens which, you know, just the unlucky get are blessed and again i think it's just so important to take care of your body it's the only body you've got it's the only one you're ever going to have you're going to have more properties uh you you'll have more bank loans you'll pay off more debt you'll put your rents up another day but you've got to look after yourself you've got to take care of your mind and your body, and it's going to thank you. Uh, and, you know, you've got to to put some energy into that. You know, life is really a reciprocation of energy, and uh, the more you put into that space, I believe it is ultimately the foundation of a successful life. And really, when I have these kind of philosophical conversations about money, 
which ultimately people get into property investment for money, uh, the philosophical conversation all leads back to what is the point of money? I've certainly met very happy Gopniks in this world and as I allude to many times, some of my friends just play drums and smoke weeds and are bloody happy. The only difference is really the concept of health. Health. Uh, Money equals health if you use it properly. If you know how to set goals around money and health, you're using it properly. Better food, uh, better diet, better movement, better proximity, it all matters. And again, uh, I would encourage you to uh, download the app. It's called The Final Countdown, courtesy of J.W. Witten. The Final Countdown. And uh, you can see the clock is ticking. And of course, um, the only way to slow down the clock ticking uh, is, of course, or one measurement to slow down the clock ticking is to try and actually live a healthier lifestyle. And here in Australia, we're blessed to have the option to live longer. In many countries around the world, that's not the case. The life expectancy is very, very low. In some parts of Africa still today, life expectancy is, you know, late 50s. Uh, In certain parts of Europe, it's early 60s. And uh, today in Australia, we have an incredible, incredible ability to live a lot longer. But again, health is also living longer with some money in the bank to actually spend to enjoy living longer. Uh, It is money to look after yourself. It is money to you know, grow your dynasty, grow your family, um, grow your legacy. And of course, uh, what happens to a lot of people as they age with a level of money whereby they don't feel they're mentally healthy around money, they start to be really frugal. They don't spend the money. They don't enjoy the latter part of their life. And it really is an unhealthy way to end your uh, life, stashing onto stuff like a little squirrel because people have an unhealthy mindset around money. It's a limiting belief that they take till their grave. And again, like if you have very good associations throughout your life, a very good attitude very good goals and constantly develop yourself, I believe that you can financially change your life through real estate and you can transfer that to a very long, healthy life, which is the foundation for a successful life. You've got to take care of the physical version of you, the mental version you and the emotional version of yourself. If you can master that, you're going to have, I think, the best experience from being a property investor. You've always got to be learning. Formal education will make you a living. Self-education is going to make you a fortune. 
And uh, really, if I look at, you know, my education, if you like, uh, certainly at school, I was a buffoon. I was one of the the uh, idiots in the class that would throw the banana at the uh, the fan in the ceiling and watch it spray on everyone. Uh, it wasn't my thing. Formal education was not necessarily the best version of me. The best version of me came from self-education, from self-study, from learning from people who had wisdom, which was real-life wisdom. Property people, psychology-based people, well-being people. And really, learning from them has helped me go on to fundamentally make a lot of money. And uh, I don't think the school system can take credit for me being here today on this podcast. I've even got a letter from a uh, basically teacher from uh, where I studied uh, my property uh, you know, concepts and, and um, diploma. And it said, we don't think you're a good fit for this particular course. Um, and it's our recommendation that your basically school, you know, results um, won't allow you to to do this course. And I got rejected from the course. Um, and uh, what I did was I went and restudied some things and I eventually got into the course. And it was a three-year uh, property diploma and it taught me a lot about the real estate world and I've gone on to be a very successful person inside of Australian real estate. Um, but that experience, if you like, showed me that formal education is not what life is about. And certainly I think most people today are a little bit more cottoned on to this, that ultimately maybe the university degree is not going to actually create a, a fortune for you. I certainly think a little bit of good information from the formal education world is good, but really it's about you. What can you do with that information? How are you going to drive that information? Where are you going to use that information? How are you going to use it? And who are you going to use it on? That's the game we play. And so unless you work on yourself, uh, some of this stuff becomes absolutely useless. So keep acquiring knowledge. Learning doesn't stop when you finish your formal education. Learning is continuous. I guarantee you, you're listening to this podcast and so you love learning and you love reading books and you love going to events and you love seeking out new opportunities. Really, what is a great thing for you to do is without question, pass on this podcast to other people, share it with your friends, leave a review, help other people learn. Pay it forward. A big part of my job is simply sharing information. 
paying it forward. Again, if you kind of knew what it, uh, and many people probably listening are podcasters. I mean, they they know like just how much effort goes into just giving free information away to help other people just pay it forward. Continuously open doors of new possibility by learning. It's really the game we're in. And of course, anyone who's involved in real estate, it's a financial literate concept. Um, here in Australia, real estate's been perverted, in my opinion, that property investment is kind of portrayed as just a, a uh, very, very, very almost simple thing to do. You just go and buy a property and, and hope for the best, right? And I think, you know, it's anything but that these days. You know, people have got lucky in this country from property investment or property ownership, you know, by virtue of changes that have unfolded over the many, many years since the deregulation of banking. But I think really moving forward, real estate is a very nuanced concept. It's going to be a lot more nuanced to make money. It's real estate is not about interest rates going to zero so everyone makes money. I think it's going to be more around how to financially master the game. So financial literacy is important. The structures you buy in, the plans you have, uh, you know, and I openly tell that there's seven plans to real estate. There's a capital growth plan. There's a rental growth plan, a tax minimization plan there's a debt reduction plan that you need to to work on there's uh, financial planning connected to real estate which includes things like wills and insurances there's wealth acceleration like how do you turn your acquisitions of your assets into an accelerated cash flow position these are all the plans that it takes to to get ahead, right? And, um, you know, that in itself is not something you're going to get by just walking down and, you know, buying a property at the end of your street. Uh, it's a completely different world that is behind financial literacy. Don't let your learning lead to knowledge, let your learning lead to action. And it's probably something I love. Um, you ask anyone who works with me, I tend to be a person of action. I like to things to happen. I like to be involved in stuff and push it forward. And everything I learn is about taking action. I've met so many people that have been to every seminar on property. They've read every book on property. They've spoken to every property company in Australia. They've uh, listened to every property podcast there is in Australia. And I asked them, uh, what, how does your property portfolio look like? Wow, you must be all over this. And they answer, I still haven't bought a property. Which, again, is taking the knowledge but doing nothing with it. Financial literacy is taking the knowledge and using it. 
That is really the outcome part of it. You've got to develop a strong understanding of finances. Finances equals money and money equals health. This is the concept, the circular concept of our life. And again, if you invest in yourself, going back to personal leadership, you become the asset. You become the generator of the income. Financial literacy is very much about personal development. And if you're not prepared to spend money on personal development, I don't know how you're going to become a great leader of you. I struggle to see that working out. If you're not prepared to pay money to learn, I just don't see the correlation. Everyone I know who is successful has spent literally thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases to actually improve their version of them because you are the asset. You are the asset. And unless uh, you work on you, it's going to be a problem. You know, if you want to earn more money, you've got to be worth more to the market. If you're not learning more about you, you're not worth more to the marketplace. Someone else is. You know, the beautiful thing about Australia is there's always someone stepping off a plane as a new migrant in this country that is prepared to financially become literate in a quick way. And I say that because there creates this productivity narrative where it's competitive out there and there's always someone out there willing to actually be more and offer more and is worth more and really is the fuel of the whole concept of capitalism. Invest in yourself. You are the asset. Become financially literate. It's the way to make more money in this world. You are the leader. Become a leader in your field of expertise. Now, again, uh, when I started out in real estate, I got rejected from my real estate course. I got rejected. Today, I am a leader in the field of my expertise. I've done the hours, I've done the study, I've done the personal development to lead by example and inspire others by sharing wisdom. Leadership skills are ultimately essential for personal and professional development. It is simple as that. And uh, I think if you invest in yourself, you will start to see a much clearer picture when it comes to your investment world. It's all about understanding and developing your personal, personal world. You are your own brand and is your brand strong? I got a question for you because if you don't know what you want, where you want to go, who you are, you do not have a strong brand and you're not worth as much to the marketplace. And uh, 
obviously, just in simple mathematics, which are goals, if you're worth more to the marketplace, you can do things like borrow more money and buy better assets, which have a higher capital growth rate, which mean you make more money. Later in life, you've got more money. And of course, that allows you to have a much healthier and happier life, maybe even live longer and uh, change your world. You've got to be persistent with this stuff. Persistence matters. And success really requires a consistent effort and perseverance. It's the way it is. You've got to keep pushing forward even when things don't work out. So the concept is the only way to get a better, better version of you is when you get better. That's it. That's the formula to property success. And sure, you can wrap it around the idea that someone else is uh, a service you can use. They're better than you. So you abdicate the concept. But I've always found when people don't work on themselves and they abdicate responsibility, they're never happy. They usually uh, basically have a short-lived process inside of real estate whether it's a good deal or a, or, or a struggling deal that they get their hands on, they usually have a quick uh, in and out game with this thing called real estate. A lot of people sell real estate after two years of owning it. They're not persistent when it comes to wealth creation and it's got nothing to do with the real estate. I have this saying, real estate is reliable, people are not. People are not reliable because in general, people are not persistent. They don't lead themselves. They're financially illiterate. They fail to keep learning. Their health starts to suffer. So their basically capacity mentally starts to suffer and they make bad decisions. They don't have good associations. They do not put themselves in a position where their attitude is right they spend their time unwisely doing the wrong things, have a goalless life, and of course, see personal development as a cost, not a benefit. Don't be that person. Hopefully, this information is helpful because personal growth is the foundation for property success. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have uh, enjoyed the show. I will um, catch you next time. Remember, share the program with friends and family um, and uh, we'll talk more property soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Urban Property Investor. To never miss an episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app or on YouTube. And I would love it if you could give the show a rating and share it with your friends and family. In between episodes, you can always keep in touch with me by connecting on social media over Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Until we meet again on the next episode of the Urban Property Investor, take care and bye for now.